0: This is Rob Scott, and you're experiencing fundamental shift from backtobreath.com. One of the deepest truths, one of the deepest truths that we can learn is this understanding and ability to surrender, to accept what is it's enormous it's powerful it's this really big thing that we need to do that we need to understand and something that I teach and something that I just think is really important so if that's true if acceptance of what is 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 really important and maybe one of the secrets of of how we're gonna evolve and get better what am I what am I trying to change you know why does somebody who's trying to change the world and and do you know, good things. Why, why don't we just accept what is? Why don't we just accept wars? Why don't we just sit back and accept things? That is a very good question and it's a big, you know, logic problem for uh, people that are out there talking about change through stillness, right? Talking about change through acceptance and surrender. Today's talk is, do we change the world or do we accept it? And there's not, uh, as often there's not, there's not one answer to that necessarily, but we do want to talk about uh, this problem and this understanding because it it ends up um, turning off a lot of people who want to hear about this because you sound like a hypocrite. You sound hypocritical when you're trying to teach acceptance and when you're trying to uh, discuss different ways of being, why are we so interested in changing things if we're not, uh, if we're okay accepting stuff. That's what today's talk is about. Do we change the world or do we accept it? Let's get started. I've had on my list of talks to do for a long time this concept of the illusion of enlightenment or, you know, the mistake of enlightenment, the assumptions people make about what that might mean, and I want to explain that enlightenment is not permanent acceptance. It's not uh, permanently saying, okay, enlightenment is something that we're working toward. It's a wisdom, and wisdom, if we think about it, is really full of discernment. Wisdom is not um peace necessarily. It is not somebody sitting there uh you know full of bliss all the time necessarily. It's actually somebody who understands and can integrate a lot of the world in different ways. So wisdom is discernment but it's lack of attachment with that discernment. So integral theory and spiral dynamics talk about differences between states and stages of being. And what we end up doing as a mistake a lot of times is thinking that this state management, this happiness or this joy is what enlightenment is, and that we're going to feel that and that we're going to feel it all the time when it's really understanding these stages of development and growing through these stages and becoming larger and bigger and identifying with more of the world as ourself and growing through these different stages. And the, a real discussion about what states and stages are is beyond this talk here and so I bring all this up only really to discuss this assumption that a lot of people who are stuck in a desire-filled mind that want to manage their state it's very natural to think that a permanent state of happiness or a permanent state of acceptance and you know being cool being okay with everything a deep connection to that would seem to be what enlightenment is it would seem to be the smart thing but I'm making the distinction that it's actually better state management certainly comes with it but it's actually this moving through these stages of complexity and each one of these stages is really a set of different attachments it's a set of different beliefs it's a different paradigm that we subscribe to and as we grow through these different paradigms and get larger and more understanding about what the world is doing and what's going on we see that there's a lot of people who need some clarity about things and can be helped through some of their pain so again to to talk about what I just said enlightenment is not necessarily permanent acceptance it's more of a wisdom and it's more of a discernment and it does come with better state management but it also is this growth through stages of development another clarification I want to make before talking about you know the question here is that the ability to accept is always there doesn't mean that we're gonna have a constant state of acceptance necessarily but we can always realize that we've hit a wall and fall into a state of acceptance and that realization is enormous that realization is certainly a step toward becoming enlightened and what i mean by that is if we're trying to change the world if we're trying to build something if we're trying to create which creation is this huge thing that's going on all the time. If we're participating in that and we're building a building or we're building a relationship or we're building something and we're changing the world around us, we're messing with the Plato of life. When we hit a wall, rather than staying attached to what our idea of the future was supposed to be, we always have this ability to accept that's always there. And once we see that that's always there and practice that more and more, then we can walk through this state of much more acceptance so now I seem like I'm disagreeing with myself in one statement I said that enlightenment is not this permanent acceptance and then I'm saying that acceptance is available to us all the time but sitting in acceptance all the time we'd never move we'd never do anything and there's not been one example of that ever that's not what this is so let's not make the mistake in our mind of thinking that enlightenment is this sitting on a hill or enlightenment is this not involved thing It's a very involved, very directly connected experience to what's going on. And it's a very discerning mind that's uh, walking through that. But it's not a mind of fear through that discernment. It's not getting overly attached and frightful and running away from things. It's open to experiencing all types of things. So enlightenment is not permanent acceptance. Wisdom is full of discernment. And the ability to accept is always there. So the original question is, At what point is our own attachment to change or to an idea of something being better a problem? I think this really deals with an internal aspect and an external aspect. If I'm walking through the world and I want to change things for my state management, I may want to look at my own attachment. But if I see somebody else that's stuck in something that they could use wisdom, I may want to go up and try and teach them as I try and teach them if it has no if it's not moving anywhere if it's not doing anything if I get too attached to wanting to teach them then I'm as lost as they are so it seems it comes down to this work to explain things that you understand to those who don't understand it but don't get attached to the outcome it's healthy when we take a desire to change what is the external landscape of what is and we want to play in that you know our, our role here is to play and to change things when we want to change the external that's fine but as soon as we get attached to the inability to do that we then want to learn to change our internal to acceptance we want to be able to accept the outcome of whatever we've done and that's a real growth and maturity that's another stage of development for people that don't have that ability yet so I've referenced two talks that I really haven't even done yet Uh, One is this sort of states versus stages where I'll talk about some integral theory and some spiral dynamic stuff, and hopefully that'll come up soon. I also want to talk about this illusion of enlightenment a little bit more in another talk. But today, you know, how do we justify the hypocrisy of wanting to teach when acceptance is such an important part of this growth? Well, acceptance is not all there is, even though it's always available when we see that we're trying to change the external for someone else that is a gift that we're giving to them but as we get attached to their development that's us getting lost as they are so do we change the world or do we accept it the answer is yes we do both we change the world all the time just by being here and we get to watch that change and we can try and consciously change it we unconsciously change it all the time and what's really great is then we get the opportunity to accept that change. We need to change the world and accept the changes that we've done. And that'll be a new stage for a lot of us. Thank you so much for listening today. This is Rob Scott. Be kind to yourself and everybody else. Bye-bye.